Well, we're uh, we're broadcasting live to Facebook, and we're back in the B block on the Media Virus Podcast with just the tips number twenty one. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the Media Virus Podcast. It is I, the one and only Big Daddy Professor of Big Technology from the U of V, coming at you with another episode of Just the Tips. This is episode number, I think, 31. We're going to call this the Christmas special. Uh, it has been asked several times of me, Big Daddy, what do I get my man for Christmas? And truth is, I can answer this a couple of different ways. I think in some regards, it's easier to answer what not to get your man for Christmas than it is what to get your man for Christmas. The thing is, ladies, y'all got to understand that we men are very simple creatures. The things that we like are really basic. They're really simple. And something about that makes it difficult for a lot of y'all to grasp and then fulfill. For example, we love sandwiches. Y'all don't want to make them. Uh, we love to see titties. You like to keep them covered up. We love blowjobs. Too many of y'all claiming arthritis and just locked jaw and ain't willing to loosen up them jowls. So what do we want for Christmas? You know, the thing that irks most of us men about Christmas is that this is the season, this is the, the, the time of year when so many men get socks and ties for Christmas from the same people who then demand cruises from us. And jewelry, diamonds, expensive shit. Ladies, you gotta understand that if you're demanding expensive shit from your man for Christmas, then A, you better be getting him expensive shit. Or B, you better be breaking him off that Gawk Gawk 3000 on the regular. It was once suggested to me that every time a man has sex with his significant other, that he puts a dollar in a jar. And at the end of the year, that jar is used to fund the Christmas present. So if you stick by that rule, ladies, how many of y'all are about to get a twin pack of gum for Christmas? Yeah. Consider the things that you do before you consider the things that you're asking for. Beyond that, you cannot go wrong with sexy He's photos of yourself, <laughs> like a boudoir, shoots, photo yeah. shoot, sexy lingerie, picture set. Here's a thought. Suck his dick for Christmas. Means when 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 that clock strikes twelve, on Christmas, just go right for it. 
What do we want for Christmas? We want to see your titties. You want to have a fucking sandwich. We want a nut. Hard. On the because it's 111. And we want you to hop on our North Pole and uh, jingle our bells. You know what I'm saying? Act like you know how. Here's a thought, ladies. How about you do something that only benefits him for Christmas? Instead of getting that tie, about you learn to, I don't know, tie yourself to the bedpost. Let that man have his way with you. One thing you should not do is tell your significant other that you're going to make a a sexy skirt for Christmas. And then when Christmas comes, you have the skirt in a box and you show it to him. And then you close the box and that's the end of Christmas. That's some motherfucking bullshit. Don't do that. Anyway, generally speaking, if you want to know what your partner should get for Christmas, then it takes listening to your partner all year round. That's it. If you pay attention, you'll know exactly what he wants because he's fucking told you through the course of the year or she has told you what to get through the course of the year. Don't wait till motherfucking Christmas to do it. Pay attention through the year. Make a little stockpile of gifts. Take the pressure off of yourself for Christmas. It's too fucking commercial anyway. <sighs> Big Daddy, Media Virus Podcast, Just the Tips, Episode 30, The Christmas Special. Merry fucking Christmas. Jump on that dick, ladies. I'm out. And that was Big Daddy with Just the tips. You know, there is that complaint that Christmas is too commercialized and, uh, you know, a homemade gift is, is, is not always appreciated. You know, it's It's not always, um, you know, it's not always welcome the way you think it is going to be. But, uh, if you take big daddy's advice, you know, that homemade gift could be the, it could be the gift that keeps on giving, you know, I'm just, (sighs) Ladies and gentlemen, this is Scoop Johnson, live from Wickersham Field, where the 69th Abadian has been dispatched to defend against Antifa aircraft that have launched an attack on Christmas. It began moments ago when a small dog, reportedly a beagle, was spotted piloting a commensurately-sized doghouse embellished with all manner of holiday regalia. He was confronted by a pair of nondescript, gender-nonspecific flying machines operated by Z, Zer, or Zim. The dog radioed the tower, declaring an emergency, and the dog fight ensued. The beagle has a clear advantage, being a dog and all, and so is handily defended against the attack. As the 69th joins the skirmish, Antifa's bolstering their offensive with what appears to be small planes piloted by women. Maddie, this reportable would be taking cover, as in his experience, women can barely drive cars and therefore really have my asshole puckered by flying over me in planes. Back to you in the studio, Matt. Oh, war on Christmas. Oh, never, it's, it never stops being funny. No, I, I think that's a good piece that we produced. 
One of our best. One of our best, really. And uh, you can check out our interview with Santa on the Media Virus page. We did that last year. That's still up. We should uh, we'll post that on the website at themediavirus.com. Yeah, we should post that on the website at themediavirus.com. We, um, we had a conversation about changing the, uh, changing the immersive view, but I wanted to put something Christmassy. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to Google uh, Christmas. Okay. All right. And I'm going to hit enter. And uh, I'm going go to go to images. <gasps> Wait. Hang on. I've got it, dude. He's got it. He's got it. I've got it. He's got, got it. it. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, God, shit. Like... You, got a, you got a drum roll over there, Mike? Well, he's playing the Nutcracker Suite at the moment. Oh, yeah. I hope that's him and not like yes. just in Dan- my head. No, Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies. Ah, uh, that's right. From the Nutcracker. Is that is this not copyrighted music? Is that why we can play with it? Yeah, I can play as much as I want. It was the night before Christmas, and all through the place, nobody knew that I had some maids. Walked into their house and sprayed in their face, took all their presents. Then we can't play Cheech and Chong. No, we can't play Cheech and Chong. That's Santa and his old lady. Okay, so it's in a file called Maddie's Goofy Podcast Stuff. So let's go to Zoom. Hang on, don't. Not really for a drum roll, guy. Somebody talk about something while I'm doing it. It's like 20 seconds long. It's a long drum roll. I, it's fucking with me. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking with my head, man. Oh, man. I want a Jaguar. What a Jaguar for Christmas. Did you, uh, Big Daddy, did you, uh, how was improv rehearsal today? Uh, not, not, not too bad. Kind of winding down for Christmas. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, was that a punchline? <laughs> winding down for Christmas. Hey, yo. Oh, I think this battery is going to go dead soon. Why does it let me do this? Yeah, I know. This is really shitty. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Is it coming? Is it coming? No. Almost. Well, almost. I'm still working on this, man. Okay. I'm still. I'm not. I haven't even given up yet. One more. One more shot at this. Get your shit one more together shot. over there, Matt. How does that sound better than your regular voice? 
I don't know. Fine. I'll it's not letting like me pick. I don't know why it's the show. Wait, is that that fancy microphone? Yeah, yeah. I picked up one of these fancy microphone rigs, just like Maddie's. Now I can was talk it funny? I don't remember seeing that link. Was that link in the chat? Ooh, this is so fucking irritating. Wait. Man, if, if, if you have the means, I highly recommend it. <laughs> I, I just need the link. Someone post the link in the chat and I'll take a look at it. The, the link is on our website. Yes. Uh, Actually, you know what? Uh, not for nothing. That's really, it's a little bit more expensive on our website. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it, the, the price did go back up. Uh, it went up to like uh, I think it's like thirty six or thirty seven dollars, something like that. Yeah, I don't know why this isn't. I don't know why this isn't working. Neither do I. I it's really pissing me off. I don't know. It's letting me like import the picture, and it's letting me. All right, this is boring. Let's go move on. All right. Uh, well, while you were doing that, I was. Reaching for uh, a link to send Big Daddy real quick. Uh, let me this one controls. Try that again. There we go. Control. Huh? Maybe uh, it's a Facebook thing. Maybe. maybe it won't let me do. Maybe it won't let me do it because I'm broadcasting. Maybe. Uh, but it lets me. It lets me choose like the pre-sorted. Right. Uh, you know, ones, but there's only one with a fireplace that looks like Christmas, but it only takes two people. Oh, wait, here we go. So now it's you two. There we go. And, and you should bang. Right. Yeah. And then the rest of us are up there. But let me see what happens if I grab me and just pull you down. Take you. Huh. That actually doesn't look bad at all. And I can sit back a little bit. You, you look like a little kid at the table. Hi. <laughs> I, uh, I'm really just sitting on the floor. <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, other things that we've got to talk about in this block is, uh, let's see. There was, uh, and I, I found there, do you guys hear about this? It's an old article, but uh, there are, there are historians that believe that uh, we are currently living in the year seventeen twenty four. Yeah, I looked at that. I found that I was intrigued by the headline, so I read it as I was going through some stuff here, and <laughs> I just it, like it, historians yeah. believe that we're currently living in the year seventeen twenty four. The year of no, hell. It can be any fucking year we want it to be. Does anyone understand that? Basically, Nobody knows yeah. a fucking year. We picked the point, said time starts here, and we start counting from there. We say it's the birth of Christ. That's what was this this whole, you know, we, the, 20, Gregorian 2000, yeah. the Gregorian calendar. The Gregorian calendar is supposedly based off the birth of Christ. My question to everyone in the audience is how come there are five days between the new year and the birth of Christ if the calendar starts? Listen, you understand what I'm saying? If the calendar starts when this dude was born, then this dude's birthday should be January 1st. It's all made up, Matt. Um, Christ no, was I understand probably that, born in March. Can we have some fucking consistency in the lies we tell children? 
No, no. Don't believe in the big fat red guy anymore, but keep believing in the guy we nailed to a tree. It's a fucking weird, you know, it, it's just, a, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a strange juxtaposition. It is. It is. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and this article is about a year old. So the year of hell we've just lived through is actually 1723, according to the phantom time hypothesis. As you were saying, let's hope 2021 is better. You should have been saying, bring on 1724, according to those who believe it. In the 1990s, several German historians proposed a radical idea. The Middle Ages didn't exist. And we are, in fact, living through the 18th century. Let's go through their undeniable. I mean, is it just claim. coincidence that they call the Middle Ages the Dark Ages? Where it, it, it's that time where a lot of history was lost. You, you understand what I'm saying? So maybe we didn't know if maybe the people didn't know what fucking year it was. Maybe they didn't fucking care what year it was. Maybe. Do you think in the do you, do you think in the year in the year 1600, some woman went up to her man and was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it's the year 1600, and we're still wearing all this shit." Well, in in 1582, Pope Gregory XIII introduced the Gregorian calendar. Prior to this, most of the Roman world and Europe had used the Julian calendar, proposed by Julius Caesar in 48 BC, in order to try and link the calendar up with the solar year, the time it takes for the Earth to revolve around the sun. The Julian calendar had a leap year every four years in which an extra day was added. The problem was that since the actual solar year was 365.24219 days, the Julian calendar quickly, and by quickly we mean incredibly slowly, gains a day every 128 years. To account for this, when the Gregorian calendar was introduced, Pope Gregory should have shifted the date by 13 days. Yet after his calculation, he only shifted it by 10. Here we have two possibilities a pope had done the math wrong, or 300 years in between then and now didn't actually exist. A large and large chunks of history, including Charlemagne, had been fabricated for tenuous purposes, both, and that both would account for the three days, but clearly the latter is more fun. So yeah, um, it was first outlined and by... Herbert Illig in 1991 before being expanded upon in 1995 by Dr. Hans Ulrich Niemitz. The phantom time hypothesis claims that there is far more evidence than merely a pope who didn't pay attention to an astronomy class. Nimitz, in a paper on the subject, points to a lack of progress in the West during this time. The lack of records of big events, such as the spread of Islam through the Middle East, and, he asserts, the sudden disappearance and then reappearance of Jewish people between 711 and 1096 AD. He also uh, points to architecture, which he believes to be anachronistic. One of the best examples uh, intensely surveyed is the Chapel of Aiken, uh, circa 800 A.D., which seems to come approximately 200 years too early, Nimitz writes. The way of constructing an arch shown in this chapel has no predecessor. The buildings of similar design didn't come, he claims, until several centuries later in 1049 A.D. For him, the best explanation for this and other questions 
such as why the idea of purgatory did not evolve much between 600 and 1100 AD, is that virtually no time had actually passed. But hundreds of years had been inserted into the calendar in the interim. Who would do this? And how do you do it? Well, Nimitz proposed that Otto III, the Holy Roman Emperor, wanted to live in the year 1000 AD because this suited him and his understanding of the Christian millennialism. millennialism. But it but had been born hundreds of years too early. So he and the Pope, there's always a Pope, got together and defined that the date was a 1000 AD, leaving a backlog of around 300 years to be filled up by chroniclers. In this version of events, Otto made up Charlemagne as the model hero he himself wanted to be, before centuries later others embellished Charlemagne's story, while others added their own made-up history during this period. It all sounds fun, and who doesn't want to suddenly find themselves in 1724 and enjoy doing whatever they loved to do back then, uh, like dying of smallpox, but it is, however, hotly contested nonsense. Because the Chinese kept records and <laughs> I just well the Chinese know what's going on. I mean, come right? on. If you can't yeah. trust the Chiners, who can That's you trust? The Chiners. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but it's Chinese. not actually a racist, it's not actually a racist term, so it's cool. <laughs> it's not on the official list, so all right. All right. Okay. Well, you get away with it this time. But so now it looks like I'm coming out of the stocking with a with a pine cone in my face. And uh and Big Daddy is a Christmas ornament. This looks awfully racist right here. This looks Why? like because it looks like I'm not allowed to participate. It looks like there's segregation. Yeah. You can't we're, you we're, can't we're join all, in their reindeer games. Yeah, we're, we're all like, over I'm here over, in the in the in the stockings. And, and I'm over and here in Kwanzaa. You're also the only you're, <laughs> You're the one that doesn't have a green screen, so you're the one that shows up as a circle. The rest of us bleed out. So I was like, oh, a circle? Oh, a circle? I'll put him... I'll tell you what. I'll leave you the ornament. I'll leave, I'll take me. I'll put me in the fire. Does that make you happy? <laughs> All right, so now you're, you're doing Hanukkah. I'm doing Kwanzaa, and they're doing Christmas. And we're going to put... We're going to have Mike... Mike's the elf on the shelf. <laughs> well, you want to do Elf on the Shelf? I might be able to. <laughs> I might be able to pull that off. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> this works, right? It works. <laughs> I mean, I can't Don't hear get you. Get me out of this damn stocking. Now I'm on. Now I'm on the shelf with, with Mike. Wait, somebody there. hit print screen. <laughs> somebody hit print screen. It's control print screen, and then oh, the one, I can't one I'd have to have my printer on, and it would take like three years for it to calibrate. If you just hit print screen, it copies it. It copies it, and then you can paste it into a paint uh, or an email. All right, so uh, welcome to the Christmas episode of the Media Virus Podcast. Uh, Big Daddy's just around for decoration. I'm in the fire. We have Elf on the Shelf and Pete. <laughs> Well, we could have it look like this coming is out of the top of my head, so I'm, I'm a candle. This actually looks cool. Wait a minute. 
All right, I got to put you over there. Uh, I can't do it that way. Okay. No. Okay. Anyway. All right. It's all Pete all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, what all else me. can we talk about? All the time. Uh, where was I headed? So, apparently, a hospital's been evacuated because an 88-year-old man was found with I'm sorry, a World War One bomb lodged in his rectum. A hospital in France has, <laughs> had to, has had to be evacuated after an 88-year-old man arrived with a First World War artillery shell stuck up his rectum. The elderly gentleman arrived at the hospital on Saturday seeking help for his unwelcome lodger. But this hospital staff was left terrified after realizing what it was. Hospital Saint-Mousse in Toulon was uh, partially evacuated after they found the unexploded shell inside the man. Leave it to the French. To, like, awesome. I mean, how, did, how does a shell get up how? an 88-year-old man's ass? Only the yeah, gynecology but- and maternity services were left operating normally during the bomb scare, and other patients were diverted to, to nearby hospitals. They couldn't figure Whoa. out somewhere else to deliver the babies. Whoa, dude. You got to see got a this. Picture? You got to see this. They it's got a, huge. They got a big, I, yeah. They got a big, bad boy. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of shell for your butt. Wait, am I? Oh. Can you hear me? Whoa. Right? I mean, that's a lot of bullet to put up your hiner. That How does that bomb. get there? <laughs> How does that get like there? He, did, he, did he just grab the wrong thing from the nightstand or something? Like what? <laughs> you're, not, you're not telling me this is not planned out. An 88-year-old Frenchman gets a... I was constipated. Hey. I wanted to blow up the bathroom. Well, he was fresh. <laughs> An emergency occurred from 9 p.m. to 11.30 p.m. on Saturday evening that required the intervention of a bomb disposal personnel. According to a hospital spokesman, they continued the hospital staff had been had to be reactive to the problem and that they took every precaution possible to keep patients and staff safe. When the bomb disposal experts arrived on scene, they deemed the shell of little risk, saying that it was very unlikely that it would explode within the man. (laughs) But once we pull it out, it might go right off. They reassured us by telling us that. It was a collector's item from the First World War used by the French military. Was he trying to smuggle it out? Like, I don't know what I'll so, do. So then comes the part where the relic had to be removed from the 88-year-old. As one of the hospital <laughs> staff summed it up, it rarely comes out where it came in. Mm. The shell, measuring eight inches long and more than two inches wide, was removed from the man via surgery that saw it coming out of his out through his abdomen. It is unconfirmed. Eight inches long and two inches around. That's a dick. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, was this thing on? I mean, we looked at it. That's a dick. That's that's a dick. What I'm saying, like, was this thing like on his nightstand? Like, you know, and he wanders into the room, trips, falls, and whoop. Well, I can I can answer that for you, Pete. There's an artillery shell in my record. It is unconfirmed how the World War I explosive came to find itself in the man's rectum, but the New York Post stated that it's believed that the man was using it for sexual pleasure. 
Speaking after the event, one doctor declared an apple, dude, a mango, dude, or e- even a can I can't of shaving watch foam. Chicks use something that wide. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And it's a dick. It's two inches wide, eight inches long. That's my. Oh, it was dick. two inches wide? I thought it looked like that was much bigger than two inches wide. Now two inches, eight inches long, two inches, so two inches in circumference, eight inches long, or two inches. Oh, two inches in diameter, diameter or circumference. Jesus Christ! Uh, circumference. circumference. Well, see that. I mean, that's it's that's small. Really not, that's really not it's that. A, it's a French. It's a French dick. <laughs> yeah, it's a French dick. <laughs> so, speaking <laughs> after the event, one doctor declared an apple, a mango, or even a can of shaving foam. We're used to finding unusual objects inserted where they shouldn't be, but those, a shell never. Like those, that. That should not be a list of things you stick up your ass. <laughs> You dig what I'm saying? Like that that's the list that the dude's got. Not of. even sure how apples make the list. <laughs> it doesn't even have a point on it anywhere. <laughs> like an apple dude. That's the uh, head of a huge dick. You know what I mean? It, there's no taper on an apple. Uh, yeah, even turds yeah. come to I mean, a point. It could be a little bit. Even know, turds yeah. come to a point. Uh, and that's mainly because you don't want your asshole to slam shut. Oh, that is that is something else. Speaking of turds, uh, Amber Heard is to pay Johnny Depp a million dollars, and they're going to settle their legal battle. All done. Speaking of turds, just a million. I thought she was. I thought she was on the hook for twelve. She was. She appealed, and they decided to settle it. And I, oh, because she wasn't going to get any. He wasn't going to get any a dime anyway. Well, broke yeah, yeah. She she doesn't have the money to pay him, so like. He settled it down to a million, and now he's going to donate that when she pays it. So she's just trying to get out of donating money to charity is all she's trying to do. Because his plan was always to his plan was always to to donate uh, to charity, right? Donate the the right. So that's what she's fighting. She's fighting donating that money to charity, essentially. And that's why Johnny Depp did it. So she would look like that much of a fucking asshole. And I'm yep. really glad. Is if, if the shoe fits. Hurt. That's right. And having gone there, I'm going to dive into our um, our TikTok stuff. I've got a couple of Instagram reels here that I think were meant for the TikTok segment as well. So we're going to start with yeah, that. Yeah, I think Instagram, there isn't really much difference between Instagram reels and TikTok. Yeah. The, only, the only thing, here's the, here's the issue, is a lot of times you'll see Instagram reels that are TikTok videos that uh-huh. are not the owner of the TikTok video yep. puts it on Instagram Reels, and you're like, so like, what now, the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah, now you gotta go, right? you gotta look for the little insignia and, and find the guy. All right, so anyway, we've got some stuff. We should probably did we wrap three, uh, the TikTok links in like our descriptions? I don't, but I I, I can. I think we should. Okay. That's probably like a thing. All right. I'm just saying. I feel like it's more of a courtesy because it's a publicly shared website. Yeah. 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 So apparently the uh, NFL announces way out of the pocket. Oh, oh this is great. And yeah, his but- ability to suck in these balls. 
Tyrell Williams. He beats Cox. Yeah, and somebody's going to get that gobbler at the end of this game, too. Josh Bynes has been coming all night long, but then he pulls out, and, and it's just hard. It's been a while since he's seen a hole that big. Diggs gets a much-needed blow. He's a thick, wide receiver who is powerful from the waist down. You have to like when there's a guy coming right in your face and he just sits in there and, and delivers it uh, really well. Has been blown away by Crabtree's hands yeah, and his I ability to suck in these balls. Wow. I feel yeah. like that's, the, that's the, the tape they show you at announcer school. They go, now don't do this. <laughs> like he's, They're just talking about the game. Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. So let me move this out of my way. We'll do a little refresh here. Somebody send this? Trump, a trans person's right not to be offended. Because in order to be able to think, you have to risk being offensive. I mean, look at the conversation we're having right now. You know, like you're certainly willing to risk offending me in the pursuit of truth. Why should you have the right to do that? It's been rather uncomfortable. You're doing what you should do, which is digging a bit to see what the hell's going on. So and that you, is what you should do. But I you're exercising you your freedom of speech to certainly risk offending me. And that's fine. I think you, more power to you as far as I'm concerned. So you haven't sat there and... I'm just trying, I'm just trying to work that out. I mean... Ha, gotcha. You have got me. You have got me. I'm trying to work well, that through my head. Yeah, yeah, it took a while. Why should your right? <laughs> it's a good point. Yeah. I mean, this, it's is, a, this it, is like the classic argument with the woman. Yes. And this is where she ends up saying, you have a little dick when she knows <laughs> she's wrong and she's got nothing to say. And so she. Well, just that's what she mom. couldn't she couldn't do because Jordan, Jordan Peterson is, is swinging. Oh, this is great. This is from one of my favorite fucking movies in the entire world. It's been said that the test of a man's courage is how he performs in the face of danger. Well, in the next half hour, you're going to meet a very unique breed of cat. Does anybody remember kind this of man who doesn't know the meaning of the word fear. Rex Kramer, part-time airline mechanic, full-time daredevil. A man willing to risk his life for the sake of adventure. He has to chase it, confront it, and whip it. Rex Kramer, danger seeker. That's pretty good. That's some dangerous business. Dude, when you watch that at 12 years old, it's hilarious. Think about how much technology has advanced between the year 1000 and the year 2000. Now think about what the Earth might look like in the year 3000. Now think about a wolf with huge tits wearing booty shorts and a crop top. Think about how much technology has advanced. Seriously, dude, think about it. <laughs> a wolf with big tits booty shorts and a crop top. Crop top. He's still thinking about it. I mean, what else are you going to think about? You know what I mean?
That's a thick wolf. (laughs) (laughs) They always are. I didn't send this one. I think I sent this one. I'm not going to lie, y'all. The men's mental health conversation makes me cackle. The biggest killer of men under the age of 45 is men unaliving themselves. But yes, have a good old cackle. Because there's so many ways to cater to your mental health. And the number one solution they choose is to blame a woman. (laughs) No, the number one solution is to blame themselves. That's why there's an epidemic going on. Maybe they should start blaming women a bit more. I'll get to that in a bit. But surveys show that as many as 40% of men have never spoken to anyone about their mental health. I wonder what the reasons could be. Oh, look, there's some down there. Whoosh, the top one is I've learned to deal with it. Toxic masculinity. Are you sure? Because a lot of people resonated with this video. Be honest, who do you call when you were at your lowest? Who is that one person? Nobody. No man. No person. The next one is I don't want to be a burden to anyone. Now ask the question to fellas of how many of their partners have made them feel like a burden once they've gone through struggles. It's a question a certain ideology won't ask because they know what the answer's going to be. And we finish off with I'm too embarrassed and there's a negative stigma around it. But I don't know what kind of people would make them feel this way. Men's mental health conversation makes me cackle. Ah, yeah, I forgot. Let's come to this bit. Generally speaking, women are able to have a lot more conversations when it comes to things like mental health, which is fantastic. And they're able to discuss their feelings with others instead of internalizing their emotions. We need to be more like these ladies. How do we do so? How do we perceive some of these ladies to do this sort of... Do a montage. Yeah, montage. To be fair, all men are dickheads. Yeah, I just say that because yeah. I actually don't know anyone that's that nice who's a man. Yeah. Men are horrible. And this is why I hate men. Alexa, remind me that I don't need a man and men are useless. Man line. Run. Maybe my mental health will improve if I externalize my emotions like these ladies. Women are trash. I can't even be mad at you. You want to be fucked up for life? Do that. On your time and on your dime. As soon as I heard her say those words, I was instantly reminded of this video. And when I scream, I die screaming and you can't hear me and you never know why I died because you taught me not to talk to you. And it be stupid shit like, oh, my ex from 2003 told me I'd never be shit and I believed her. I'm blaming her ass. (laughs) Like the fuck, dude? Mate, there's women on this app that will blame the men that they cheat on. You've got to understand that stupidity is a human trait, not a gender one. And just a bit of education for you, relationship breakups are one of the top factors of men ending themselves. It's not just about the relationship ending. It's the fact that a lot of them lose their time with their kids. They become homeless. They get a financial burden upon them. And then it just snowballs. And then they give up and they quit. And then they get people on this app going, it's funny, isn't it? Or, yeah, they just got a fragile ego. Your comment section was disgusting. Be better. I'm not going to lie, y'all. A lot of good points there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is a lot of good points there. And, you know, the, I think the, but the main point is, is that we, we just, as men. We, we are brothers and sister technically, but. I said that and- God damn it. White people can't have nothing. That was our thing. <laughs> we did the brothers just think. Now you. We can't. I mean, God 
damn it, we can't have nothing. This is why we can't have nice things. We are brothers and sisters. <laughs> <laughs> That's just funny. Oh, yeah, I enjoyed that one. But the video before that made an important point. It's just, you know, talk to somebody. Yeah. That's it. Talk to somebody. Yep. Even if you're talking hey. to a microphone into the abyss, get on Zoom with two of your closest friends and and just, you know, just go at it. And and, and be Pete. willing to have the conversation with hey, someone thanks, who brings that up. That's the other part of it is, is not only speaking, but being willing to be spoken to. Mm-hmm. And if you That's can't hard. get down with that. It you, is. It really, it really fucking is. If you can't but get down with that. This time of year, mm-hmm. you got to have those, we got to have those uncomfortable conversations. Yeah. What, what happened to the screen share? Dude? We were looking at uh, the New York Times. Swastika. Well, I was going to say, if you can't get down with that, then, then maybe you could go to the New York Times. Uh, the New York Times crossword puzzle, crossword puzzle and on uh, the first day of Hanukkah, and uh, you know, go ahead and do the puzzle. Hey, listen, I'm just going to point out if you do your research, the New York Times denied the Holocaust was happening. Yeah, well, they didn't deny it. They they buried it deep, deep, deep. Like it wasn't headline news. There's a, there's a lot of conservative talk show commentators that bring that up often. How how they trying to they tried to like downplay how bad the Nazis actually were in the states, mm-hmm. uh, and this is not the first time that a swastika uh, wow. shape has appeared in the crossword puzzle. As a matter of fact, if you see, there's a, there is a rebuttal. Uh, yes, they say about, it's very common. Uh, <laughs> You know, there, there was a rebuttal from 2017, which was the last time that New York Times, the New York Times printed a swastika and hit it Inside in the crossword, the crossword puzzle. puzzle. And they, their, their excuse is this happens all the time. It's a, com- <laughs> it's a common layout for a crossword puzzle. To well, have, that's to have a swastika that miraculously shows up on the first night of Hanukkah. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> all right. Um, one so across. So wait, one across is oh 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 labor camp in Poland. That's Auschwitz. Um, <laughs> Sixteen down. The minister of propaganda. That was Goebbels. Uh, <laughs> let's, uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Right. So they're actually life is unbelievable. That. It's been it's happened for a long time. Like that's their their legit excuse is well, we've been doing it for a while. So it no, happens le- all the time. There's like it's a it's a common pattern that happens in in crossword puzzles. And and they generate the puzzle using an algorithm, and it's random. Yeah, it's that's an how, it's a random algorithm that happens every three years. It, it's how wow. you it's how you get a swastika to show up on on Hanukkah. It, it's random. On the first day of Hanukkah. Like, nobody looked at that and thought, you know what? Maybe not the first day. Like, hey, that kind of... Eh. I mean, they make swastikas out of fucking everything now. Like, everybody, you know, it's, it's like, oh, my God, it's the shape. Like, like I, you hear it all the fucking time. Like, every symbol is a fucking problem. Nobody looked at that and said, you know what? You know eh, what, Harry? Let's print this, this one time. next week. Yeah. That's, that's... <laughs> Let's save this well, one for not? next week, Harry. Why not generate I really dig it, but, like, can we just... 
can we just wait a couple days? <laughs> you know? hmm. Unfucking believable. Let's uh, let's do. We got one more to do, and then we'll uh, coach cut it off. I'm sure I can find something. Um, uh, trying to find a fun one. Oh, the the president of South Sudan has apparently pissed his pants. The president of South Sudan wet himself on live television while at a public event in the North African country on Tuesday, according to videos shared on in local media. Salva Kir Meyerdit, 71, was in full view of the cameras at the time of the incident, which reportedly took place at a ceremony for the opening of a new road. A cameraman apparently tried to spare Kir's blushes by quickly panning up from the leader as he looked down at his darkening trousers. Mm. In the footage, Kier was sporting his trademark black Stetson hat, a look which he adopted after being gifted a Stetson by George W. Bush on a visit to the White House in 2006. Kier has been the president of South Sudan since 2011, following his country's vote for independence from the North. Oh, we have video. Ooh. Oh, good. <laughs> hey, have you... Have you ever watched the leader of South Sudan piss his pants? I've watched many a man pee themselves. Let's Not. look at this angry guy. What the fuck you zooming in on? Not for nothing, but if you're if you're playing along at home, when it soaks into your pants and then it starts to run away from you. Oh, I didn't know. Okay. Back that that's like a whole piss. Yeah. And he's like surprised by it. He's like, oh, does anybody notice? Is he you think he's like, oh, does anybody notice I'm pissing myself? And the song was he's like, oh my god, I pissed myself. Yeah, it's like, oh, look at that. I pissed my pants. The guy behind him isn't allowed to move. Right. <laughs> he's right, yeah, the rest of them are all just are, they're all just pretending to look, look at the face of the dude next to him. He looks like he's about to bust the fuck out laughing. Okay. And so then we got like I'm all the way we got at, Cur- Colonel Angry Pants over here staring at the uh, camera. I'm all the way at the beginning of the clip, right? And he's already wet through his inseam, all the way to the ground. Damn. Oh shit! Yeah. So here we get. This is when the pulling starts around his heel, and then it hits the soldier's oh, yeah. feet behind. And it's rolling back. Then, you know, it's running back. What's the protocol when the when the president's piss starts rolling? He looks a little bit. He's like, I, I don't want to. I like, don't want to step in piss. <laughs> so like. You think it does it get to the carpet? Let's see if <laughs> they, they, they pan away. All right, let's take best. He, oh, oh man! They pan away. The cameraman's like, I can't do this to him. Judging, he, judging by the pool and stream, and the fact that he started looking down right now. Yeah, I'm gonna say that that yes, oh, yeah, yes, that, it definitely hits the carpet. carpet. Yeah, yeah, because it's moving at a clip. Piss is moving at a clip. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's not just pulling. He's standing on a grate. So I'm going to mute. We don't need the audio for this. So no, we don't. It. So 
Especially oh. since it's fucking annoying. So here we go. Get a better fucking song to play while somebody's. Yeah, is he, that your national anthem for Christ's sake? That's the national anthem. He peed himself during while watching their national anthem. Well, he couldn't go take a piss. Is there a bathroom? The man's 71 years old. That guy looks very unhappy that he's being focused on. <laughs> Let's see if we can see the cameraman in his sunglasses. Are his sunglasses shifted way over to the right? Way too much. They are shifted. No, they are there, shifted there's something over. dark in the side there. and it, it, oh, it, okay. it, it, It's angular. All right. These are some dark motherfuckers. Also. The Look. dude behind him looks like Sudan. he's about to hit him with a brick. This would be one amazing game of tag in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Ouch. It would go all fucking night. First one to smile Ooh. loses. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh. oh. So ladies, we've got we've successfully added racism into this block. I'm very excited about that. <laughs> oh, it's, all right. man. it's okay because I did it. Yeah, no, that's why you're here. <laughs> so, we, we save all so the black st- We save all the black stuff for C block. I guess I, I didn't send there was a TikTok and it was a sketch uh, of this a white kid who was every time he he wanted to say the N-word, he just pointed at his black security guard. Be like, look here. Oh <laughs> black security guard I, say it. I said it that to the group. No, I said I didn't was, send it to the show sheet, great. but I sent it to the group. That was great. Because because he said because he used the word right. really well. Like he delivered the N-word. Well, uh, and I didn't, you know, think that was necessary on the show. If it were bleeped out, it might be different. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's it, man. Okay. In that case, let me uh, I'll take get, us out of the Christmas. I'll get my media virus palette up in front of me. And remind everybody that if they dial one six four six virus zero one, they can reach us here at the Media Virus Podcast, or they can go to themediavirus.com, where you can read all kinds of stuff like uh, Maddie's take on the audio that he's using, uh, and whatever other great things we put there. In fact, the show pops up there every time we post one, so you can go there and uh, take a look at that. We're going to get Pete and 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 Big Daddy blogging soon. Um, I, I, I've I think I've got Maddie just about trained. Uh, it was once I figured out that. So what you have to do is um, go into like when you're in the story and you click on the little plus, it asks you what kind of block you want. Yeah, that's to add the next portion. Yeah, yeah you got to click HTML, an HTML thing and then click the code, the HTML code into that and then hit preview and it brings up what what, yeah. what I have. That's, right. that's how I did it. And and I can. So I, I, there's other ways I I can show you later yeah. on to, to do. And, uh, you know, and, and what we're talking about is ways that the listener can support the show. That's and right. The one way that we have right now that you can support the show is to follow our Amazon links. We are part of the Amazon affiliate program. So if you, uh, you know, if you are interested in the iRig, the blue Yeti, uh, the, the little adapter piece that I bought, the, this thing that I'm using, or even the mini microphone, please use our link and, and make the purchase and make other purchases Buy a car. You know what I mean? Yep. See if you can, whatever the, the most expensive, go in through our link and go buy the most expensive thing that Amazon sells, and that would be great. Buy you want to support an ancient 
Buy an ancient World War One artillery shell. There you go. A, <laughs> and put it in your just, butt. It's Shut apparently it found in the, your sex, ass in the sex toys version of in uh, section of Amazon. Yes, put it straight up your ass. It's, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm ass. I'm out of gas. Go All right. <laughs> So once again, that's 1646 virus one 1646 virus one or com to get more information on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been your pre-Christmas. Well, by the time you hear it, it will be Christmas. So Merry Christmas from everybody here at The Media Virus. And we will talk to you uh, closer to the new year. Talk about the end of 2022 and the beginning of 2023 when we next meet. Be well, everybody. And that thar is the show. Yes, it is. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Scoop Johnson live from Wickersham Field, where the 69th Abadian has been dispatched to defend against Antifa aircraft that have launched an attack on Christmas. It began moments ago when a small dog, reportedly a beagle, was spotted piloting a commensurately sized doghouse embellished with all manner of holiday regalia. He was confronted by a pair of nondescript, gender-nonspecific flying machines operated by Z, Zer, or Zim. The dog radioed the tower declaring an emergency and the dog fight ensued. The beagle had a clear advantage, being a dog and all, and so was handily defended against the attack. As the 69th joins the skirmish, Antifa is bolstering their offensive with what appears to be small planes piloted by women. Maddie, this reportable would be taking cover, as in his experience, women can barely drive cars and therefore really have my asshole puckered by flying over me in planes. Back to you in the studio, Matt. <laughs>